up out there. Thanks for being with us. This is Joseph Cisak back with another episode of the Factor Points podcast. We're in season two. This is episode two, and we're in a new series called E320. It's all about Ephesians chapter three and verse 20. I'm so glad to be back with the podcast and utilizing this platform to make disciples, helping you stay on point with your walk with the Lord. What does it mean to stay on point? It means to continue to factor the presence, the knowledge and power of God. Why? Because he's here. He knows and he is able. So last week we launched off with uh, episode one, again, season two with E320. And it's all about getting a deeper understanding of Ephesians chapter three, verse 20. Here's what the verse says. And we're actually going to go to verse 21 in the New American Standard. It says now to him who is able to do far more abundantly beyond all that we ask or think according to the power that works within us to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. So recapping from last week, we highlighted three really significant points. The first one was this. God is able to do super abundantly. That was the word from the Amplified, super abundantly more than we can ask, think or even hope or dream. He goes even beyond our thoughts and his power and his ability. Number two is that the power that God accomplishes his super abundant ability, that power actually lives within us. And number three, he does this. He puts this superabundant power in us. We learned in verse 21, this is for his glory throughout all generations. What we want to continue with today in this series is the idea of developing an E320 mindset. So now what is that? This is a way of thinking that not only uh, allows us to say, yeah, I know who God is and what he's capable of, but also to expect That the answers to our prayers, that when God manifests them, there'll be more uh, than what we expected. There will be super abundant outcomes. That's what this verse says he's able to do. And when you have an E320 mindset, one of the aspects of it is you expect that to happen. You expect it to happen repeatedly and often as God answers your prayers. He's always blowing your mind and doing more than you expected. So when you have an E320 mindset, you aren't always amazed and astonished by the works of God. I'm going to say that again. It might sound a little odd. When you have an E320 mindset, you aren't amazed and astonished by the works of the Lord. Now, bear with me on this because I'm I'm not talking about being irreverent or being passive. What I'm talking about is an inner conviction that God is who he said he is and that God will do what he said he would do. Think of it this way. If you met someone who uh, they said they were a very prompt person, then so they're always on time. Every any place they go, they, they make sure they plan it out and they're early and, and on time. And so then you make an appointment with them for, say, coffee each week to meet. And, you know, maybe they're going to mentor you or something like that. And then you witness firsthand that what they said is true, that every time they're either early or right on time for every appointment. So now if you were astonished by that, that would actually reveal that you had doubts about their statement concerning their discipline and their habit of always being on time. It would it, it, it might reveal that maybe you didn't really believe that what they said about this part of their character was really true. Now, imagine doing that with God. See, God tells us quite a bit about who he is 
in his word, about his nature and his character, his works and his ways. So when we pray and God demonstrates that he is able to do according to exactly what he said, we shouldn't be surprised. We should expect God to be exactly who he said he is and to do exactly what he said he would do. Our response should be one of expectation, celebration, wonder and awe. So where does this come from? We, we expect him to do the miraculous. And when, when he does, we should celebrate the healing, the deliverance, the provision, whatever it is, by giving him praise and glory. We should be in wonder and awe, not because God did it, but how God did it. This is, in essence, the E320 mindset. It's a mental posture that anticipates and expects God to move and do the miraculous while maintaining in our minds that we're primed to give him praise and glory before the miracle, during it, and after it's done. There's another very well-known and very powerful verse that we can pair with Ephesians 3, 20 and 21. It's Romans 8 and verse 28. It says this, And we know that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. So in order to break this down, let's look at it, if you will, in reverse. The latter part of the verse refers to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. See, the love we have for God is rooted first in receiving the love he has for us. That's first John uh, chapter four and verse 19 says we love because God first loved us. So we don't just decide one day to love God. God loves us first. And in receiving that love, it transforms us and we come to know and love him. So those who are saved and have salvation through the finished work of Christ, through his life, his death and his resurrection. We are those who love God. And if you love God, you are called according to his purpose. As it says in Romans 8, 28, we could go on and on about what his purpose is. But let's center in on what Matthew chapter six and 10 says. It says, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. This part of the Lord's prayer, this portion of it, it contains an E320 truth. And it contains what, at least in part, the purpose of God is. There's no man or woman, with the exception of Jesus Christ, who can say that they fully understand all there is to know about the kingdom of God. The reality of the kingdom is far above all that we are able to ask or think. Manifesting that kingdom, that's God's purpose, and that's what we're called to. But many times, the challenges, the attacks, the setbacks, the disappointments, failures, betrayals, so on and so on that we face in life, they cause us to feel like anything but those who are called according to God's purpose. I've been through that more than I like to Remember, going through hard times and feeling like that circumstance takes me out of God's purpose. So, again, working backwards in this verse, Romans 8, 28, we look at the middle portion of it and it says this. God causes all things to work together. One more time. God causes all things to work together for good. Well, what are the things? It says it all things. So. All things means anything like whatever is good, whatever is bad and everything in between. This means 
that when the enemy tries to use challenges and attacks, setbacks, disappointments, failures, betrayal, et cetera, et cetera, when he uses these things in our life to try to discourage us from trusting God and from continuing to move forward, God is able to cause all these things to work for your good. So be specific about that. The good things work for your good. The mediocre things work for your good. The disappointing things work for your good. The ugly, the unexpected, the unfair things, even the painful things. Yep. uh, Yes. All of it still works for your good because God causes it to work for your good. Why? Because God is able to do immeasurably more than all we can ask, think, or imagine. When the bad things happen in life is when we often we allow our minds to revert back to a pre-faith thinking. And then all of a sudden, the limits of natural law are imposed on our on our reasoning by this circumstance. And we start pondering on what makes sense to us based on our past understanding, based on our experience, based on what we saw happen in someone else's life. But God is not limited by natural law. This is why his power is called supernatural. The word super, when it's used as a prefix, it means above, over, beyond, having greater influence, capacity, and etc. than any other of its kind or of anything else. This is an unchanging part of God's nature and character. He's super God. (laughs) He's over all natural laws, principles, and over all spiritual laws and principles. There's nothing greater than God. This brings us to the first part of Romans 8.28, very simply, and we know, and we know. There it is. We have knowledge. That's the E320 mindset. So we take that knowledge and we apply it. Knowledge applied equals wisdom. So what do we do with this? Well, looking again, we're we're pairing Ephesians 3.20 and Romans 8.28 together. We love God. We know who he is. We know that he's an omnipresent God, an omniscient God, an omnipotent God. And because we know this, we have a deep and intimate conviction and belief concerning not a what, but a who. God is a who. He's real. He's personal. Because we know who he is, then we can expect more. It's simply expecting God to be who he said he is. So attacks may come. But what's your response? Attacks come and you say, but I know God. Disappointment and failure may happen and it may overwhelm you. But the God I serve, the God you serve is super in nature and he's far greater and superior than any overwhelming situation. God's power overwhelms your overwhelm. (laughs) I'm going to say that again. God's power, God's nature, God's ability overwhelms, supersedes you're overwhelmed. Whatever is overwhelming you is overwhelmed by God. Even though brokenness and betrayal are things we may encounter on this journey, the God that I love, the God that you love, who first loved me, he's able to do infinitely beyond my wildest prayers, hopes, and dreams. So no calamity, no sickness, no disease, no crisis, no pandemic can cancel or nullify the superabundant power of God. If we can walk in that truth, 
if we can walk in that reality that I might be going through a tough situation, maybe there's a loss of a job, maybe there's a loss of relationship, economy is doing this, health is going through this situation, but God is still God. He's unchanging. All things work for my good. He's He's still the super abundant God. If we can walk in that truth, then we can walk in an E320 mindset. Romans chapter 12 and verse 2 says this, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So let me encourage you today, be transformed by renewing your mind into this E320 mindset and become a man or woman of God of great and super abundant faith because you know your God is a super abundant God who makes all things work for your good. You know what I want you to do today, this week? I want you to speak to your trial. Speak some crazy, super abundant faith and tell your situation. My God is about to twist you, flip you, turn you around and make you work for my good. That's who he is and that's what he does. That's E320 mindset. Because if it's in your mind, if it's in your heart, it ought to come out of your mouth. Start speaking and praying some E320 prayers. Speak in faith. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. So you might as well speak super abundance. You might as well speak of who God is and what God does. I declare over you that the eternal kingdom purposes of the Lord will be fulfilled in your life because you love him and because you are called according to his purpose. So, hey, thanks for listening today. I hope that you were encouraged, inspired and equipped to not just be a hearer of the word, but a doer of the word and to stay on point as you live out this life as a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. More is coming soon on the Factor Points podcast. And always remember, he's here, he knows and he's able. Oh, 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 oh,